Welcome to In My Bag with Backpack Jeff, where we connect with ordinary people doing extraordinary things. And today I got a very special guest with me, uh, a fellow poet friend of mine, um, a newly retired uh, Air Force uh, woman, um, mm -hmm. a, uh, a business owner. We're going to talk about her business as well. Y'all know how we do, man. We always connecting with ordinary people doing extraordinary things. How you doing, Alicia? I'm doing pretty good. You doing good? Doing Thank good. you for coming on to the podcast with me. Thanks for uh, coming and being in your bag with me today. A razzle dazzle. <laughs> <laughs> How you been? How's your new year been going so far? Um, it's been going really good. Uh, I had a little hiccups. I bought a house last year, so ooh, slight flex. Let's start there. She bought a house little, last year. Little something, something. How um, was that? It was a process. Uh -huh. um, I had a lot of things go not wrong, not typically wrong, but uh, a lot of things that I should have looked at before purchasing it. So uh, just finding different knickknacks and different sales and different ways of going around, different contractors. So yeah. that was a, it was a process. It was a process. It was, it was a hell of a process, but it's been good. Um, it's been a learning curve. A lot of things I want to do later on in life. So it's okay. been building up. It's definitely All right. Building up. That's good. So that's, that's exciting. And how, how old are you, if you don't mind? 30. 30, okay. Mm, just turned 30. Just just turned 30. Okay, well, happy belated birthday. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, happy belated <laughs> birthday. Um, so buying a house under 30 years old, um, congratulations. That's a heck of an accomplishment. Thank you. Um, I see so many women uh, who are under 30 years old and that are just doing amazing things, and you're one of them. And that's why I was like, yo, I got to get her on my podcast. Um, she's also a... Um, a, a, a workout enthusiast. Um, she's always, always <laughs> posting workouts. And we're going to talk about that too. Mm -hmm. uh, so, and, and what made you say at 29 years old, I wanted to buy a house? Like what made you want to make that move? Because that's a, so that's a, you know, that's lifetime whole, decision. Um, so one thing about the whole reason I wanted to purchase a house was to rent it out. So um, basically it's called house hacking uh -huh. where you're, uh, renting out different rooms within your house. Uh -huh. So it wasn't typically for me. I just wanted to purchase something that could make me money later on in the end. So okay. that was the goal for that one. Then my next house would be doing the same thing and the next one probably be the one that I want to keep. But okay. it's going to keep going down yo, that route. So. That's <laughs> Yo, that's... Hey, listen, that, that's what entrepreneurs do. But I was just listening to this guy who said he bought a house and then eventually um, he was living in his garage he set up a bed, put it in the garage, was living in the garage and was renting out each of the rooms you in the house for like $600 a room. I mean, it's love. And, and the um, the rate for D.C., you're not looking at rent under 900 And somebody wow. has a mortgage. Your mortgage is what, like 18, under 21? So right. You got four rooms. You got four $900. You coming hey, off of something. So. so have you rented out any rooms yet? I have one. I have two going right now. So um, right now I'm renovating. I am trying to save money. So I am YouTubing how to build a bathroom from scratch. So taking out the towels, taking out the flooring, new tub, tile, everything. So wow. um, redoing that, redoing the flooring in the master bedroom, and then renting that out. So wow. So so you're not even in the master bedroom in your own house? Mm -mm, I'm in the basement. So I have a basement that has its own bedroom Yo, bathroom. So. Do, do y'all hear this? Do y'all hear this? She's not even... Ooh, oh, not yes. Okay, not playing. So. Uh, so you're in the basement mm -hmm. of your own house. You're going to rent out the master bedroom in your own house. And you're, you're, in, you're at YouTube University right now. Yes. <laughs> I am a scholar, okay? <laughs> I'm a scholar. Look, somebody, look, I was doing an event a couple of weeks ago and somebody mm -hmm. asked me, well, how did you learn how to do that? I said, listen, I have my master's from Google and YouTube University. You hear me? <laughs> I am a Thank proud you. graduate. <laughs> I'm working on my PhD now. Heck yeah. Um, you can learn so much on YouTube. So you're learning how to redo the bathroom, redo mm -hmm. the towel, redo the flooring. What made you say, like, 
is like what made you say that this was the idea that this was the path that I wanted to take? Um, money, mm-hmm. saving money. That was the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. Um, generational wealth, creating yes. that as some type of platform. And I know that uh, getting into real estate is definitely a key factor in that. So right. something within my means, I don't have $30,000 to drop in a house to buy an investment property, but I do have enough to use my VA loan, what's afforded to me, right. and purchase a property and then rent out certain portions of it to make me money. So. Right. It's a starting point, but it'll it'll it's, it's, it's a starting point. Yeah, yeah, hey, it's it's, it's gonna definitely gonna pay off. That's crazy. <laughs> I'm excited. Yo, ah, she's a hustler. Once, once I get done this bathrooms and all those stuff I gotta do, it's been yeah. Yeah, and so good. you're you're doing it yourself, like mm-hmm. like like doing it as a slow process. That's mm-hmm. amazing, man. Like, oh man, there, there's so many different little hacks that you can do like that that. A lot of people, for some reason, they won't do or they don't know that they can do. Mm-hmm. But listen, y'all y'all already know how this podcast go, man. We always giving out free game, all right? This is something that you can do, all right? <laughs> this, this is something that you can do. We always giving out free game. Wow, man. I didn't even know that, y'all. Like, I'm, I'm astounded because I'm like, I just listened to this on the podcast. <laughs> um, all right, so uh, b- bought the house, renting out the rooms. That's that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, you just retired from the, uh, from the Air Force. Yes. Congratulations thank to you, you on that. Thank you thank for you your you. service. Thank you thank for the you. dedication and the hours that you have put in to that. Um, being you. in the Air Force, have you gone skydiving? I went skydiving outside the Air Force. Outside the Air Force. Was what was that experience like? Insane. Um, in what way? For my for my reason, I probably wouldn't do it again. But I encourage <laughs> everyone to do it at least once. I think for um, what I did wrong was I was the last person to get off the plane uh-huh. so watching everyone else jump out was the scariest thing to me and i will never want to do it again just for that reason really but the act in itself of jumping off and like feeling that freedom and the wind in your face and like just looking out and it's nothing like you've ever seen before right. how beautiful the sky and the ground and like if you're over top of water i did it in uh hawaii so it was wow. beautiful to look at but well, yeah. I did mine in Baltimore. It was just some yeah, stuff, but no, it, no, it, it was good. You did it though, okay? I, it's I the did. experience. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> no, and but look, I was the first one to go out. Um, when you when you go skydiving, you know, it's people are like, "Oh, you crazy, you crazy," and I'm like, "Yo, that hmm. I've never felt more alive than when I went skydiving." Mm-hmm. Um, it was a close second when I went to a Tony Robbins event and then it was a close third um, after like, you know, a, a successful poetry night or something like that. Mm-hmm. But when I went skydiving, I literally landed and was like, yo, I can jump off of a tall building right now and survive. <laughs> I can leap. The, I can leap the state capitol mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. I swear. Like if yeah. I try it, I know I can. Leap <laughs> I, was like, it. I can. I can try. Yeah, it. <laughs> I can. I can definitely leap this joint a single bound. Things, but it's okay. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was it was beautiful. Um. I think the scariest part for me was leading up to that edge of being on the plane versus jumping off. And that's when you're like, okay, am I going to do it? I'm going to be a punk. Am, mm-hmm. I, am I going to, all right, what am I going to do? Um, that's where it was scary for me. But once you leap, it just, it just feels free. Just yeah. Free did you life. have anybody like telling you, like, be, like, did you tell anybody that you were going to do it before you went and did it? Uh-huh. So I did it during, I did it for my 28th birthday, 27th birthday, 28th birthday. Uh-huh. And I had two friends with me. So they went too. Mm-hmm. we all went together. It was oh, like okay. a girls. Who, who was, who was the most nervous? Was anybody the most nervous? You were? Me. <laughs> and I'm like, the, I'm like the thrill person. Like I love this. <laughs> I was like, oh, we're going to do what? I think so. I didn't plan the trip. A friend of mine did. She didn't, she planned the skydiving, the location it was at. So when we drove up to it, it was some rinky dink farmhouse in the middle of nowhere. So I'm like, 
what's the safety precautions of like being out here? Like I don't right. think this is like up to par. So that's where it got nerve wracking. But okay. other than that, it was I wanted to do it. I said I was gonna do it at twenty seven. I said at twenty eight I'm gonna jump I'm gonna go skydiving and I wanna do it out of Hawaii. Okay. So twenty eight I went to Hawaii and I skydived. So and, and you, we went skydiving. All right. So is there anything else that's on your bucket list, your adventurous bucket list that you that you wanna do? I wanna go bungee jumping. You wanna go bungee jumping? Bungee jumping. Uh-huh. I wanna go parasailing. Uh-huh. I wanna go Same. Everything, everything that Bungee jumping, parasail. I want. Do you want to swim with sharks? Not necessarily. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, like being in the cage and doing it. No. Uh-uh. Oh, like literally out in the sharks. Uh huh. Not like so the like, great whites and stuff like that, though. Like, like just, the little baby, like dolphins. Not, not, not like, like the no, not like the baby. Ones. <laughs> not, like, like, not like those. Like the you know maybe like a tiger shark or something like that. Mm. You know. Different strokes for different Will, folks. Will Smith did it. Yeah, Will Smith can keep doing it. Like, <laughs> you want to go in the lion's den? No. You don't I want to see a lion. Den? You don't want to like be up close to him? Did you see Coming to America? Not the number two? I number didn't two. see it yet. Oh, there's a part in there where he has to do something with a lion, but never mind. You didn't see it. Yeah, no, nah, I want to I wanna, like, I wanna be right there with the lions, with the tiger, you know? I feel like you have like a factuation with death, and I don't... I, I got, I, know, I, I got an infatuation with adrenaline. Mm, adrenaline okay. feels good. It's like fast cars, motorcycles. Type yeah, of thing. that's why I don't have a motorcycle. I don't trust myself. I would die. I know yeah. I would. I, yes. Yeah, because I'm putting my life in the hands of thousands of drivers on the mm. road, and I just don't trust. And I have an adrenaline that, even when I have my, so I have a Nissan Rogue, which I call my mom's car, but I had a Nissan Maxima before it had a lot of power behind it. I would race anybody, any day, anytime, anywhere. I don't care what kind of car you had, <laughs> what you did to it. I'm going to beat you. And I would, that was an issue for me. And I got a lot of tickets to back it up. Oh, so man. we have my mom car. It's good. It settles me down. It settles you down. Mm-hmm. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> That's just like, yeah, no, I, I, got an, uh, I got an infatuation with adrenaline. Um, it, it, it feels good. For some reason, I just love what that feels like. And, and like, if I had a motorcycle, I'd be like, mm, let me see what 90 feels like. If I can go 90, I can definitely go 95. 90, the difference between 90 and 95 is not 120 that. 120 is right there. Right. And then if I'm at 95, I'm like, uh, the difference between 95 and 100 is not, I mean, I might as well. I could do 100 at, in a car. Imagine a motorcycle. Yeah. What's the fastest you've ever driven? I lived in Germany my first when I was 19, 19 through 21. Uh-huh. So the Autobahn, you kind of, there's no speed limit on certain portions of it. Um, oh, the highest I hit was 167. What? How? And in what? BMW. Okay. So, uh, okay. it's made for it. That, yeah, I, I guess so. Because I was like, yo, uh, <laughs> it's a hun- a 103 in a four cylinder feels like. <laughs> You're going to break apart. At 80 miles, you're shaking. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, okay. All right. And, and the BMW. Okay. All right. That, that makes, that makes a lot of sense. So, it makes um, so. What made you uh, want to initially get into the Air Force? Um, coming out of high school, I didn't have a plan. Okay. Like, um, I was very cautious of asking people for things. I didn't want my, my parents to spend money on me to go to college. Me not know what my degree was going to be. I didn't want. I didn't know what. I didn't know who or what I wanted to be in any shape or form. So, me going to the Air Force gave me an opportunity to make money, mm-hmm. uh, travel. Have a consistent income, um, meet different people, get out from my small town. Um, it was it was the best decision I've ever made. I will encourage anyone coming out of high school if you do not have a plan, Air Force is the way to go. I can't speak for Navy or Army or Marines. I'm always going to be advocate for Air Force. So you, as 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 you should be, mm-hmm. be def- definitely uh, got a root <laughs> for the home team. That that's amazing, and I think a lot of I hope a lot of kids that are going to listen to this podcast are honestly going to 
take what you just said um, and take it very serious, number one, because a lot of them, they don't have a plan for what they want to do. And how many how many years were you in? 11. 11 years. Mm-hmm. Now, did you choose to do 11 years? Were there different options or did you just so say? So you can do four to six years and however that calculates up, mm-hmm. you just add up to okay. that. So you don't even have to do the 11 years like like you did. You can do four years and get out, go to school, right? get your degree. Um, you can do six years. That just gets you closer to the twenty. You want to worry about yeah. bringing listen all that good stuff, but and grab experience. I think. I think. I think. I so for me, going away to college, being away from my family, mm-hmm. being away from them, it really kind of um, forced me to kind of grow up, and then it, it forced me to experience life. And I would imagine it was the same experience for same, you. Same. Same. So coming straight out of high school, my first base, which I wanted to be close to home, was in Germany. So. I literally was coming out of high school and shipping me off from a small town to a whole different country around whole, a whole different type of uh, people, environment, uh, their way of life. Everything was different. So it definitely gave me the opportunity to meet people outside of who I've known and just gave me that like extra mm-hmm. little experience. Did you learn how to that. speak their language? No. So no. German is ugly. No, I shouldn't say that. <laughs> 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 their language sounds like house, 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 house. And it's just not attractive. But uh-huh. I know, like, hello. Okay. Hello. hello. Good morning, guten tag. Stuff like that. But I'm not speaking. No, I'm okay. <laughs> I, I asked because my cousin, uh, he's, he lives in Germany mm-hmm. now. And he he, he speaks uh, German. Uh, and it does sound like <laughs> rubbish a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so, okay. All right. I'm, I'm cool. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> No, leaving home, I think a lot of people um, should leave home. I think that's a that's an experience that people need to have is being away and just kind of relying on yourself, learning Mm -hmm. how to rely on yourself, because now you don't have someone waking you up out of the bed like your parents do in the morning. You don't have them telling you 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 need to be here. You need to do that it kind of forces you to grow up and mm-hmm. kind of get into uh, an adult-like space. And then, uh, but you still have that structure of, you know, like me, I was in school and then like you, you were, you know, in, in the Air Force. You still have some structure, but you also have to do this yourself. Like right. there's no one babying you anymore. There's no one holding your hand. At all. I know my first, whew, my first four years of being in the military was the first time I ever like had money, money. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was terrible. It was, it was so terrible. I would get paid on a Thursday, and by Friday morning, I would have like a dollar fifty in my account. Yeah. <laughs> what were you spending it on in Germany? Nothing. I would be oh. at the store buying clothes, or like I bought an iPad, or like random things, and then just look up and be like, "Where my money go?" <laughs> how how did you get money smart? Um, I went to see a financial advisor when I was twenty three, mm-hmm. twenty three, twenty four. And um, he taught me a lot of things. And then just being around people who were wise with their money kind of just rubbed off on me. Like, okay, oh. Because growing up, I didn't, we weren't taught about finances and like what you could do, a savings, like what you could save, uh, credit, nothing, nothing of that nature. So getting out of the house and being around other people, it was like, oh, like y'all got $100 saved? Right. How you do that? It's like, it's only $100 now, but like it's $100 that I didn't have. So um, just small increments of that just kind of got me on the right path of mm-hmm. being financially stable and smart with my money. So Yeah. And at, 
at 23 years old, I think, um, I think, man, I'm telling you, I wish I would have got it at 23. It, it didn't hit me until like 25, but by that time, my kid was already like six years old, and I'm like <laughs> already fully invested in my kid and stuff like that. And I had made so many horrible decisions that I still had to pay, mm. that I had to make up for. Um, you know, just not having that financial guidance, and like you said, you know, not not, not being taught uh, in in high school and stuff like that about credit, about how to save money or why saving money is important. Mm-hmm. Man, I, I looked at my mom like, Mom, you know if you would have took $1,000 and put it in Apple stock when Ooh. we was like 15, you'd be rich right now. You wouldn't even have to work. Like, None of us would have to. <laughs> man, like uh, just $1,000 th- in Apple stock at that time in like 2000. You would have, you would, you would have. And not, not knowing. So now it's like, I have, I have a lot of younger siblings and my, um, my younger brother, I'm really adamant on like, okay, this is what I know. This is what you're going to know. Right. Cause you're 19 now. If mm-hmm. I was 19, know what I know now. Oh man. I'm mad. I'll be lethal. I will be lethal. <laughs> I'll be, be rich. I'll be lethal. Yes. So I want to get him. That my, that's my main focus right now is making sure that I'm setting up the, the people behind me who don't have that uh, or who just won't make the same mistakes that I did. I feel like a lot right. of families, they go around that. Like my parents know what I should have known back then, but the information wasn't given. So it's like now it's like, OK, how can we how can we rewrap this cycle that keeps continuing through generation right. and generation? So I'm just really big on. All right. If I know it, you're going to know it. So now give, we can pass it down. Giving free game. And mm-hmm. that's a look. I, and I, I literally just said before you walked in, I was like, yo, I'm I'm done answering questions because I give it all in the podcast. Like mm-hmm. we like we we're we're 20 minutes in and we've already given so much <laughs> information to people, you know what I mean, in regards to uh, in, in regards to what they can do, how they should do it, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um and like I that, that that was my thing like with my younger brother, I wanted him I said to him, I was like, "Yo, you're not ready to uh, to go to college right after school. You don't know what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Come live with me. Take a gap year is now what it's called. Take a gap year and figure out what it is that you want to do. Mm-hmm. Save some money. Learn about money. Get yourself a car. Get Build yourself a credit. Build yourself credit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Do those things first. And now at 24 years old, I'm looking at his life and I'm just like, yo. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm like, dang it. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. he's he's got a 2020 Honda Civic bought it with zero miles on it and his car payment is $300. I got a 2016 Toyota Camry and my payment, uh, I bought it with like 30,000 miles on it. My payment is $500. You know what the difference is? The knowledge that I, that he had versus the knowledge that I, and I'm like, man, if I had someone to guide, and that's our responsibility as older Mm -hmm. siblings to, to, to reach down to our younger siblings and say, Hey, look, you're not about to go through the same thing. I, not if, at all. if I let you go through the same thing that I went through, wow. Why? Why did I even learn? Why did I even go through this? Why did I even go through that thing to not learn from it to not teach it later on? Right. So it's it's a huge thing. Another thing about credit, um, what I've been doing is another way to build credit for somebody who doesn't have it is make someone an authorized user on and credit on a credit card that has a lot of years on it and good credit. They inherit the credit without inheriting like. The uh, you don't actually have to give them a card or that nature, but if you put them, make them an authorized user on a card, it makes them a little better. Mm-hmm. It makes it builds up their credit up. So, yo, I did not one. know that. Okay, authorized user. Look, 
Look. <laughs> all, right, all right, authorized users. That's what we need to be doing for our kids is mm-hmm. making them authorized users to build that credit all you have to do at a young age. But make age. sure you are good with your credit. Make, do not. Do, do, <laughs> do not, not set your baby up. Kids up. <laughs> do make not sure. set your kids up. Make sure that you are good with your credit and it, ha- and it has good history. No, mm-hmm. you're absolutely right. Um, we, we want them to start you know, with a leg up, you know, we, we want the, I, I say, I want my daughter to start in a penthouse suite. I don't want her to have to start at the, right. on the ground floor. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I want you to be looking out of the penthouse suite and then look down and say, Hey, look, I'm going to build my empire right next to my dad's empire, you know, right next that's to my beautiful. mom's empire. Mm-hmm. That's what I want for them. Yo, that's, that is amazing. So, okay. um, so you, you, you got the house, you're renting out the rooms, you're you're in the basement. Man, that's that's huge right there. My basement is nice. No, I'm I mean, I mean obviously. I mean it's, if if it's a house, obviously the basement is gonna be, you know, it's a it's a this is a finished basement. Right, this ain't right, an unfinished right. basement where there's drywall still. It's nice. And you, yeah, and you still see the mud on it. I'm on the trenches, like Yeah, no. Nah, but uh, but you know, putting yourself in that situation, mm-hmm. I think it I think it makes sense in the long run. And now mm-hmm. you probably don't even have a mortgage. You're probably not even paying for your mortgage. The people that are renting it out are probably paying for the mortgage. I cannot confirm nor deny. Nor, I'm not going <laughs> or nor deny. They're not going to listen to this podcast. Hopefully. Everyone's going to listen to this podcast. Hey, okay? Everybody better listen to this podcast. You hear me? Free game. Um, all right. So I also know um, that you are a business owner. Um, mm-hmm. when, when we first met, that was one of the reasons why I wanted to talk to you because I was like, yo, I need help planning this book release event. Um, you're an event planner, and this is what I wanted to tell you. Um, mm. I am looking at an event space. Um, I just went and looked at two event spaces um, yesterday. Hey. I'm going to go look at three more event spaces this weekend. Mm-hmm. So if you need a space to rent out for your people, you already know. Yeah. Um, and they, it's going to be it's, it's going to be right down in Temple Hills. Mm-hmm. Um, I looked at some amazing. I look I, the pictures online. Oh my gosh, they look amazing. There's so much that we that we are going to do mm-hmm. in this event space from uh, first time home buyer seminars and workshops, credit building workshops. Um, you know, comedy kickback comedy nights, kickback poetry nights. We're gonna do uh, uh, social media workshops, podcasting. There's gonna be um, fit. Uh, uh, you can record your podcast. You can do photo shoots. So photo shoot studios. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about AA meetings. We talked about um, uh, dr- uh, drug abuse uh, meetings and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. We're literally going to maximize this space. The potential of um, it, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. And turn this into something super special. You hear me? Yes. Uh, so love. when you have those events, <laughs> let us know. T- tell, a, tell, <laughs> tell me, um, how did you get into event planning? Um, so event planning, planning events personally was my thing growing up in general. So at my apartment, I would have random parties for no reason. I had a table that I got from the store and I didn't want to put together. I didn't want to put together. So I had a put together table party and I made the food. I bought the people. Wait, time out. They put, you had a put together, <laughs> put together my table, table party, party? <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> but if that's not innovative, I don't know was, what is. I would do it for random things and, um, I ended up, uh, they put together my table. I made the drinks. I made the food. I made the environment for them to come to. And we had a great night. Like, played games. Like, made sure the environment was really good. Right. Um, that was something I did before even knowing I wanted to be an event planner. Um, when it came to, I didn't even know entrepreneurship was really a thing until I met someone who took me to an, an, like, an entrepreneur event where everyone was telling what their goals and their dreams were. And I was like, you guys have your own personal passions? You're not just like in a career working a nine to five, like 
that's a thing here? <laughs> what? <laughs> so it led me on a path of like, okay, like, what's my passion? Like, right. what do I want to do? Like, how? Okay. And I started going back and forth with, okay, I love helping people. I love uh, making people feel amazing. That's my thing. And then I just like, all right, I know that about myself. All right, what else is there? What else is there? Mm-hmm. And it took a lot of soul searching. And then um, I had a friend of mine say like, why don't you be an event planner? I was like, that's a, event planner? Yes. That's it. That's I started crying and everything. It. I was in the middle of oh, my I was Safeway. I was in Safeway in Iowa and I was like, I'm an event planner. <laughs> <laughs> so cheesy. But, um, it. It, um, it definitely caught me by surprise. Mm. And um, since then, just it's been trial and error and just learning yeah. different pathways because there's a lot of different avenues you could take with being an event planner. Uh-huh. So just learning your niche, learning what's best for you, learning what works for you, learning how to build different, um, not clientele, clientele as well, but different partnerships with different vendors and all types of things. So right, it, yeah. Yeah, yo, that yo, that that's amazing. So, so let's. So, I want to start here. You said you went to uh, you went to a seminar or Mm -hmm. you went to a conference or something like that. Um, uh, Do you remember who you went to see or who who went to? No, so it was a uh, it was like a mixer. Okay, like a networking, mm -hmm, like a networking mixer. So everyone was just saying like, "Hey, like I do this and I do this," and I was Mm -hmm. like, "Oh, that's like, what do you do?" I was like, "I'm in the Air Force." I don't know. <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm working on it. <laughs> yeah, right, right. So it just took me down a path of trying to figure out, okay, outside of what society teaches us as a working nine to five, what else is there for me about me that I can give to the world versus what I'm just told, taught or like told that I should be doing. Right. Um, yeah, that's and I, I think and see that's one of the things that I want to do as well in this space is I want to have those mixers I want to have those networking mm-hmm. events because in those events are where you meet some of the people um, that can help you uh, that can change your life you know and it it literally kind of turns a light bulb on and just says like yo like like just like for you you mm-hmm. know what I mean I'm in the air you're in the air force and now it's like all right I'm around all of these people who actually are doing what they want to do and exactly. working on making a way for themselves mm-hmm. and now you know it's possible and now that you know that it's possible now like, look here's the right it, when, and once you start that little fire it's like it won't go out it's mm-hmm. like i gotta i gotta itch that scratch like what, yeah, what can see, i do i see mm-hmm. i call it transferring the fire right mm-hmm. so once so it's the idea is a spark right mm-hmm. now you gotta light that spark and put it on a match right, right? and now mm-hmm. once the and, and you you got your match and what you have to do is that match is eventually going to burn out mm-hmm. so now you got to take that and you got to put it on a candle mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. you got to keep transferring the fire but eventually what happens to that candle that wick is going to go down. you got to put it on another candle mm-hmm. and then you got to keep transferring the fire and building from there. until you get it to where the the, the fire is blazing yeah. you know what i mean <laughs> right and then eventually it, it it can't be put out and this fire can't be put out. and now you have something that is sustainable mm-hmm. that is just going to breathe on its own so that's amazing thank you thank um you. i'm yo I, i'm oh man i love this yo <laughs> I, I i didn't I, I didn't know what to expect i already knew that i was going to expect something great but i'm getting so much more um than i even is uh i even expected um, so with, with doing event planning, what challenges, um, have you ran into with event Ooh. planning? Um, Ooh. can you, can you tell us a story <laughs> or give, give us, give us a little bit of, you know, free game? Um, so, uh, there's a lot of trial and error when it comes to event planning, mm-hmm. um, whether it's having the, the equipment that you need. So starting out, your main focus is, is having a portfolio. And one of the hardest thing for me was putting a price point 
on like things that I can do because you can't say, hey, even though I know other event planners charge five thousand for this, you've never seen my work. I don't have any work to show you, but hey, give me five thousand. Right? It doesn't make sense. Right. So I struggled with um, finding my voice in that, and like, and um, a couple of uh, underbid myself a lot, Ooh. a lot, mm. a whole lot. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! But they do, but they do say in your first year, the first like one or two years, you are going to lose out on a mm. lot of money trying to figure out what's best, what yeah. works for you, what's good, all that kind of stuff. So, yes, I had a, um, I had an event planner that I spoke to. She's been doing this for like 20 years. And I had mentioned to her, because I was very hurt by one event that I did. And um, I had told her how much I made and like what I did. And she was like, you did what for what? She was like, you know, that's a thousands dollar job. And you did it for hundreds of dollars. Really? Thousands. I was like, what? <laughs> and I knew it. It was just at that moment. I can't prove. Right. What, but that... Um, even though that was a huge hit, that event was a huge hit to my ego. It was a huge hit to how much work I put into it. And just that payback wasn't what it was supposed to be. Mm -hmm. um, so it was wait, a pivotal you, moment. you said it was a huge hit, like in, in a good way, like, no, no. And a heart and like a, cause you know, when, if you put so much effort and work into something and you don't get what you're, what you uh, think you're supposed to get, mm -hmm. it's just like, but I, but I didn't right. say, I didn't put a price point. So I can't be mad at something I didn't set forward. I didn't set the right. standard. So, um, that moment for me, that was my one of my first events that I ever did. Mm -hmm. And um it taught me, oh, y'all y'all don't get these prices. Yeah. Y'all <laughs> like, get these prices. But it it was a, it was definitely a learning curve to show me like, okay, mm -hmm. all right, how can we pivot from this? How can we learn? Because entrepreneurship is trial and error. It is it is it nothing is gonna go the way that you think it's gonna go. And you always gotta have a backup plan and how you pivot is how you're gonna be successful. Like if I can if I could take a hit and pivot and learn and grow, okay, this is, takes you to another step, another level. You might get hit again, but all right, can you pivot and keep growing? And that's right. how I feel like that's the level to that's the way to success. Yeah, I, absolutely. I, I definitely believe so. Being able to pivot. That's one of the things like when I started doing poetry and um, you know, people ask me, What do, well, what do you charge? And I'm like, Well, uh, my, my words. Uh. What do you? What, what you? What you gonna give me? Uh, and what, you know, in the beginning, I was happy to get fifty dollars for ten minutes. I was like, "Yo, <laughs> like this, like this is good." And so now, I'm now I'm get I've gotten to the point where you know I'm like, number one, I don't have to say yes to everything, mm -hmm. um, because just because I have, excuse me, I have so much other stuff that's going on that I don't have to say yes to everything, and now. I don't ha I don't have to say yes to a hundred dollar event. Right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because I know where I'm at. You know, mm -hmm. um, this has to be more beneficial to me than just the hundred dollars. Right. You know what I mean? Like if I believe that I can make something more off of it, because honestly, where I'm at right now, it should be around four or five hundred dollars for a feature. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But um, I'm like, you know, let, let me see what I can work from this. You know, right. if I believe there's more opportunity within this opportunity, I'm definitely going to mm -hmm. take the opportunity. Smart. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, <laughs> so now, so now, now that you are where you are with event planning, do you have a price point, um, for a particular event? Um, yes, but it's like for, um, example, there's so many different very vari like variations of events. So the amount of people you have, um, uh -huh. the amount, what do you actually need from me? So there really isn't a, there's a pricing point for certain right. things. So if you want to rent a photo backdrop or you want a design that I already have that I know or things of that nature, that's when it's a price point, but it depends on 
what you have going on. Every event is unique to itself. Right. And everyone wants something different. Mm-hmm. You might want extra balloon. You might want extra light. It just depends. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. All right. That that that, that makes that makes a hundred percent sense. Okay. Um, so now that you're retired from the Air Force, mm-hmm. what's next for you? Are you diving full full time into event planning? Are you going back to school? What's a little bit of everything? A little bit so, of everything. Um, diving full time into entrepreneurship in general. So I have my event planning business. I have my fitness clothing line, Newbie Q. Yeah, um, yeah. We, that's yeah, my. Listen, we, we we definitely we, gonna we get, get there too. That. That's my baby. <laughs> um, uh, going to school as well, um, majoring in business administration and then uh, minoring in marketing. Um, and yeah, just I'm trying to I want to see because the Air Force has afforded me a cushion and a comfortability that kind of put me into a box. I'm not saying the box is bad. I'm just saying it's a box. Um, I want to break out of that and see exactly what I'm made of. Mm-hmm. and How can I become my best self in every right. like, in every way versus having that that cushion that was behind me? Um yeah. I'm still reserved, so I'm not fully out. I got my pinky toe in. Right, it's yeah. Just dabbling. <laughs> but um it's uh it definitely gives me the freedom and the time. When I was in it was very hard to it's hard to run two businesses, be a flight attendant in the Air Force, travel all the time and go to school. It was impossible. It mm-hmm. was it wasn't impossible, it was just extremely hard. So um if something had to go, it had to be something that wasn't a part of my passion. If you're enjoying this podcast, Anchor allows you the opportunity to show your support with a monthly donation as low as $4.99 per month. All you have to do is go to anchor.fm or your Anchor app and search In My Bag with Backpack Jeff and push support to choose the amount you wish to contribute to the growth of this podcast. All donations are appreciated and we thank you in advance for supporting In My Bag with Backpack Jeff, where we connect with ordinary people doing extraordinary things. And now, back to your episode. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And and I know um, when I when I first met, I think it was like two years ago. You were you were doing the event planning and stuff like that, and you you stopped doing the event planning a little bit just because you know obligations with the Air Force and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But now, like you said. Now that you're, you know, you're at, in the reserves, now you have more time to invest and learn more about yourself mm-hmm. and what it is that you're passionate about. Exactly. So that that's amazing. Uh, now you you dropped a bomb on us with the newbie, uh, with, with with the newbie Q, um, uh, fa- fashion uh, clothing line, um, mm-hmm. workout gear. Yeah. When I saw that joint drop, I was like, that makes sense for her. Mm-hmm. I was like, because number one, you are one of the hardest working people that I have ever seen. Um, not just in work, but in working out like during, during COVID, you were one of the people who didn't <laughs> slow down during Ooh, COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you, you felt like you that was running up sane, the steps. Okay? Working out kept me sane. <laughs> I was losing I'm, it. I'm watching you run up the steps in the apartment. You doing bunny hops up the Look, steps. And stuff. I'm like, it. yo, she is out there. So what made you want to get, you know, want to do your own clothing line? Because other most people would just be like, yo, I'm just going to wear this Nike. I'm going to wear this Fabletics or something like that. Um, for me, I wanted to, first thing, so my, my shape is different. And it's hard for me to find fitness clothing that fits me. And as hard as I do work out, it's hard for me to find fitness clothes that stay up and support me the way that I wanted them to. Mm-hmm. Um, not only that, I wanted people to wear something that, not only felt good, but looked good. 
right. also complemented skin tone and it's just black owned and made by women for women. I wanted a whole just an empire built off of just like women coming together and just feeling their best selves. So mm-hmm. when it came to me transitioning from just being just working out and doing different workouts, it just made sense to me. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, if I can't find it in the stores, why don't I create it? Right. And then if I know if I know there's somebody like me out there who also can't find certain colors or certain fits or certain shapes or certain types they want. Right. So why not create the platform for that next person so they can feel included in a workout world that is made for predominantly skinny people who don't have shape. So right. I wanted something that supported everyone in that way. Mm-hmm. That was okay. that was the look right. be Okay, cute. so listen that that that's that's genius in and of mm-hmm. itself. So can so like if if the people who listen to this podcast can can they get like a ten percent discount on the I, on, on, I, I on the feel like we can work with something. I feel, feel like we can feel, work out a little we, affiliate we link or something like section. that. We you know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Say, yeah. I, I listen to the podcast and listen. Yeah, this, listen. This, this is this isn't going to be. And we're like thirty minutes in, so you really got to listen to the podcast <laughs> right. to get to this part. If you want that, if you want that ten percent off, thanks, if you want thanks. that ten that ten percent off. Yeah, yo, that that's dope. Um, it's that been, it's been and I, I'm I'm with you. I I um I definitely want to look into. Um, doing something for for men on the lines of it's so hard to find jeans for like men because I'm not skinny mm-hmm. and I'm not short. Mm-hmm. Like they make jeans for like little dudes <laughs> who are like five six one forty, mm-hmm. and it's like why they get all the jeans? Like, you what know about, <laughs> what about me? You? Like what about the dudes that are? And then also the like. I, I need a large shirt that's loud, like long arms because um, there's so many basketball players out here who are like six six and stuff like that, but there's but they're skin or they're slim or they're athletic built. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like you don't want to go up to an extra large because then it's going to be super puffy. Right. You know what it's I mean? Not gonna look right. Um, yeah, it's not going to look right. It's going to look like it's swallowing you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like- so. Um, I, I definitely, I definitely wanted wanted to do something like that as well. But yeah, when I saw it drop, like you, I saw how much love you got. I was like, it was I'm amazing. Uh, I yeah. was so something that happened. My sister, my sister, oh, my older sister. She is my rock. She mm-hmm. is my my safe space. She is my mentor. She's a person I go to for everything and mm-hmm. anything. And when it came time for Newbie Q to drop, I had a fluke that happened with my my website. Ooh. So basically, I I'd hired somebody maybe like a week out um, to do the website and get everything straight, and there was some miscommunications. And about two hours the day two hours before I was supposed to launch, it was a hey, we got to push it back till tomorrow. What, huh? do you, what do you mean we have to push what back till tomorrow? So that became like a conversation that was needed to be had. I called my sister up, and me, her, and my best friend Webb, she had the she had my pictures. She was editing pictures, sending to Khadija. Khadija was making the website. I was over here trying to put all the lingo in, and we uh, all three of us sat there, created, launched, and put together a whole website in two hours. So Yo, that, <laughs> that that teamwork make the when, dream look, work. Women, women will make it happen. Okay, there is nothing that was going to hey. stop me from launching. <laughs> you, okay? and, now, and the thing is, is nobody would have ever known that because it seemed like it was such a 
easy launch. It, it, you know what I mean? Super easy. Yeah. I was stressed. <laughs> I was so stressed. But it happened. You know, I, I have in, in my poem, Inspiring Woman, behind every successful woman is a tribal of the successful women who have her back Heck to yeah. help her in business. Um, yeah. And that that's that's beautiful to see that you have um, those sisters, you know what I mean, behind who, mm-hmm. who have you, um, who have your back and who are literally staying up until the wee hours of the night, maybe, uh, look, and putting in hard work. When I say we were struggling, like it was on. Th- look, one was on Facetime, one was on the um on the uh, on the phone call, and we just say, hey, "What we need to do? All right, I'm <laughs> typing away. They typing away. We yeah. got we got it done." Um, but the support that I got behind Newbie Q was, it was it was beautiful. Were you shocked at all? Did it yeah. like yes? Because sometimes you don't even know how many people support you, you for don't real know at all until you release something. It was like I had. I had old friends from Germany. I had people, I had family members I hadn't talked to in forever. Everyone's like, I'm so proud of you. Everyone was purchasing. I've, I feel like up until my maybe a hundred, I would say 123rd order, it was like family and friends. like, And it was all within the first two days of launching. So like it literally was wow. just support after support after support. And it was, it was so beautiful. It was so, so beautiful. Wow. I'm very happy. Yeah. Then knowing that I have people behind me that will support something that I put without mm-hmm. even knowing like what I'm about to do is like, hey, like whatever you got, I got you. Yeah. Like so it's been it's been really good. That's dope. So where so can where, where can they get so some people are gonna listen to this on um they're gonna listen to this on Apple and stuff like that. And I'm gonna mm-hmm. put the uh, I'm gonna put the website uh, in, in the uh in the description, but What's the website where they can get it? Can they still get it now? You haven't sold out, have you? No, no. Okay. We have inventory. Right. We're flowing. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, but can they can find it? at www.newbiqfitness.com. Newbiq is spelled N-U-B-I-Q fitness.com. Okay. That's where they can find it. How did you come up with the name? Newbie and Queen. Right? <laughs> it, just, it just flows, dang. right? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> if, if I was on a breakfast I'd be like drop one of DJ Clues bombs real quick for new <laughs> it just flowed it really right it, you wasn't expecting that but you expected that I wasn't that. I was like where did the name come from new BQ new BQ new BQ Queen yeah yes. I dropped one of DJ Clues bombs man it's gonna be so eventually with new BQ I wanted to be new being Queen and then I want new BK Newbie and King and then Newbie P it could be Newbie Prince Newbie Princess it could be a different genre so that's the that's the flow we're okay. going down it's gonna All be right. it's gonna it's an empire definitely building yo, something yo that's that's fire I, I definitely mm-hmm. believe that you are building something yo that's crazy you hear me <laughs> uh, that's a, that's an amazing way to get a, to get a name alright mm-hmm. so Newbie Q okay that makes more sense to me now uh, I was wondering I was like alright what did the name I like the name and I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm me. Listen, I'm a, I tell, I'm an information whore. So I want, I need to know things. There's just certain things that I want to know. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like just random facts that, mm-hmm. hey, did you know this? I, I didn't know that snakes poop. For some reason, I didn't, I didn't know that snakes. I didn't think that Fish snakes poop. Yeah, I know that, I mean, but I just scales. didn't think that like snake because I got my brother snake here, and I'm like, yo, that. Ugh, is that what that is? Is it big? I've never yeah. seen snake poop. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, I've never seen it, so it never dawned on me right. that this happens. You know what I mean? True. Like, in nature. Very like, true. So it was like, yo, like, <laughs> yeah, no, this like, happens. And I gotta clean Google, it. Like, right. oh, like, what's snake poop look like? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? <laughs> yeah, so, um, but yeah, okay. All right, cool, cool. It's been good. Um, that's, that's amazing. So um, one of the other things, um, you know, you, you, you have and you have so much going on and I, I absolutely love it. Uh, and so and I definitely want to to talk to you more to converse with you more as you're going through uh, your your business degree and marketing and stuff like that, because 
you know, what I what I'm trying to build here in the DMV area is mm -hmm. a team of entrepreneurs, man, who are just supporting the hell out of each other. Mm -hmm. You hear me? Mm -hmm. Like just because when I see and I talk about this all the time, when I see the way that these entrepreneurs support each other in Atlanta, I'm like, why? I'm like, I'm like who are the people here mm -hmm. that are doing what they are doing? Mm -hmm. I don't know them. Mm -hmm. So I said, okay, I'm going to create them. Smart. I'm going to, mm -hmm. I'm I, okay, all right, cool. I, here's <laughs> I, what I'm going to do. <laughs> I'm going to be the one that's going to create it. And that's the reason why I want the event space. That's the mm -hmm. reason why I did the podcast. Because we think like, we, we think that, you know, you have to be um, some famous person right. to be a successful entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. When you don't, you don't at all, all you got to do is just know the game. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And if you and know network. the yes, that's it. Know the game and network. And mm -hmm. networking is so key. Like that's what that's it's why a cheat code. It, it is. It's that, is that's definitely the cheat code. Who you know is definitely the cheat code. Like who you know is is definitely more important right now than what you know. Mm -hmm. Because what you know can always you can always get more knowledge. Good, you can, yeah, you can always get more information. Mm -hmm. But who you know, ooh. they can put you in places you would have never been in if you didn't know that person. Listen, listen. And the only way to do that though is you got to go out, and you can't be afraid to go out. You can't right. be afraid to to network and put yourself out there. Mm -hmm. Um. But you're also um, this. I couldn't wait to talk to you about this. You're also a poet. Oh, right. You're also a poet. <laughs> yes. And yes. Um, you had this poem that went mainstream viral, oh. like not just lightweight viral. I'm talking about <laughs> mainstream over a million views mm -hmm. on Facebook. Mm -hmm. When it gets over a million on Facebook, that's how you know when a, when hundreds of thousands, yes. millions of people have shared. What was that like? Obviously, you weren't trying to go viral. Tell no. us about t tell us about the poem. I won't I won't tell anybody about the poem. Tell us about the poem. What was the inspiration behind this poem? It was beautiful. Okay, um, the poem that I wrote was a poem to my dad. And basically, throughout my whole life, my dad has been my rock in so many situations. And with, you know, a lot of people passing away and things happening, I wanted to give him his flowers while I could. And the poem just came out of nowhere. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> it's just as far as me writing it. And um, I just really wanted, he was coming up to, he was coming up to see me perform. And I was like, oh, like, I should do the poem for him. Like, yeah. That's the only, I just he, wanted. He didn't even know. He didn't even know. He had no idea. So. He got there and like he comes up and like I'm already teary eyed like oh my god I'm already, I'm already nervous doing poetry out yeah. loud anyway so then for him to be there and like he's my number one supporter like that's my it's my daddy I'm a full time daddy's girl like, yeah. I look like him I act like him we sound alike <laughs> we do everything literally same person right um so having him there was so special to me that I wanted it to be perfect and it just it went perfectly I don't even know how to, else to. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was crazy. Beautiful picture. That was such a special moment. And I, and I'm and I'm going to tell you I'm going to tell you about something at at, at the end um at, at the end of this that was about to happen that was going to mess up that moment. Um and whew, I'm so glad I caught it and we saved it. But um when when you posted it mm -hmm. and it started to gain traction, what was your thoughts? Oh my god. That was my I was like um cuz the only reason that I posted it on Facebook, my dad has Android 
Romaz at the Android part. So <laughs> I couldn't send him the length of the, like, the video was six minutes long. I couldn't right. send to him. Because you couldn't airdrop it. I couldn't him. airdrop it. I couldn't send through text messages. I was like, okay, well, I'll post it on Facebook and then you can get it from there. That's the only reason why I was on Facebook. Uh-huh. So then for that, it was just, I was like, I had pictures and everything. It, it reached like 100 people. And I was like, 100 people? Like, oh, it was crazy. It was like, Every 30 minutes to an hour, it was like jumping by tens. Like it went from 100 people to 1,000. It was like 1,000 to 5,000 and 5,000 to 15 and 15 to 25. I'm just like, oh, this What's is. What's happening right now? And it was always in like, it was, this was all within maybe like three hours. I was like, yo, what is. <sighs> and then the comments, the most, the, the, this is, it was such a beautiful moment, not just because I was able to get my dad his, um, his flowers, but. The comments from that video were mm-hmm. amazing, whether it was um, women saying like, hey, I never experienced a love like that from my dad. Like, I didn't know that was even possible. So hearing you say that, it kind of like it makes me want to find somebody or or make a better relationship with my dad. Or I had fathers who were getting on there saying that I want to become a better father because, because of this poem that was I cried so many tears. And I thank God so yes. much that. You know, he used me in that way. Like he used that poem, that special moment for my dad, and amplified it to the world to right. put something in somebody's spirit to want to become a better person. That is right. so much deeper than just I just wrote a poem to say to my dad. Like it was, it was life changing for a few people, mm-hmm. more than a few people. And you, and, and it's like one of those things you didn't even know. Like this, this wasn't the intention. Like you said, this was just me giving my dad his flowers. That but was it. I, and I will say, being a girl dad that listening to that poem was, it kind of gave me hope for my situation, Mm -hmm. you know? And I was like, it's going to be better. It's going to be okay. And I was, and I was just in awe. And, and, and like when, when I saw it, I was like, yo, and what's crazy is that (laughs) people I know that Mm -hmm. don't know you kept sending me this video. Oh, this sounds like, this reminds me of something that you would say, oh, this is so good. You and your daughter. And I was like, guys, if you look in the back and the I left, right I'm actually right there. <laughs> I'm actually right there watching, like watching this live. Um, and so, yeah, I was like, um, I was like, yeah, no, I was, I, I was there. I was, I was listening to. Her. I actually met her dad for the first time um, yeah. right before, you know, right, right before the event and stuff like that happened. So, yeah, no, it was, and it was great. It was, it was so inspirational. It was moving. Um, it was touching, and it was. It was just like the honest truth. Like this was you, like it, like this was this the, these were like your state. vows to your dad. You yes. know what I mean? Where mm-hmm. it was like, yo, I'm I'm showing my whole self to you mm-hmm. right now. You know what I mean? Like I'm not holding anything back. And it was a beautiful moment. And I think that's why so many other people gravitated towards it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I can only imagine what that felt like. You know, um, ha- having men say, yo, I want to be a better father because it was, something you broke. It was crazy. I mean. I had so many messages, so many message requests, and just people like, oh, my God, I cry. Even to this day, yesterday, I got a, um, this was last year, this happened last year, mm. I still get comments saying, like, oh, my God, I'm still crying about this, or this is still amazing, wow. and random things, and it's just, it was a very beautiful moment. It just shows how God will use you, and mm-hmm. you think you're so small. You think what you're doing is just, like, this little small right. little thing, it's and, like, he will talk the world with whatever you have or just put it out there. It's it was amazing. Yeah. It was so amazing. And my dad still talks about it. He's still beaming. <laughs> hey, listen. <laughs> listen, you are at, at the, every family reunion. I'm the favorite. I said I said. Baby, you remember that poem? Do that poem you Do did for poem. me, baby. Do that poem you did for your daddy. Hey. Everywhere. It was, it, was, it was eye-opening for me because not only was I 
not only was I telling my dad, you know, how I felt about him being a great father, it was also me telling the world like how I actually felt or like things that I went through as a child. So mm-hmm. that was that was a vulnerable state that I, I mean, you you, t- I can talk about relationships all day, but to talk about you know childhood upbringings and things that happened around me that made me a certain way and all those right. things, it was very, it's a very vulnerable, transparent moment mm. that was it was. It was beautiful. Yeah. I still get Terry reading, watching the poem. And listen, for, for good reason, um, to be completely honest with you. So you so after that, mm-hmm. you were getting reached out to and stuff like that mm-hmm. um, by, you know, to do interviews and stuff like how was that? Be, you were recently on the Kelly Clarkson. They had contacted me. Yes. Yeah, so um, basically they had a. Uh, I had somebody in DMs, well, not in DMs, I shouldn't say that DMs. <laughs> they had commented on the post and went, hey, like, we're a representative of the Kelly Carson daytime talk show. And um, I was like, okay, like, they're probably scamming or anything. Right. Like, right. <laughs> okay. So then I had a friend of mine go and do some research on the name, and it was like, oh, like, oh, this is real. So I was right. like, oh, hey, how you doing? You doing great? <laughs> I, I need a, I need an at kellyclarkson.com <laughs> right. email. Send, like, send me an email that you know, says, what's, what's your, your signature block? Right. What's, what's yeah, what's yeah, that's what. <laughs> so, um, I ended up having an interview with them that went amazing, and they, uh, she had to contact, um, she had to talk to the, what's it called, the producers, producers and everything like right. that, and they went from there to actually interviewing my dad as well and like getting us on there, um, but then COVID hit, wow. and then that was the hater, hater, right, hater, hater. <laughs> so um, that put a damper in that, but just the opportunity to be right. there and just to have that, to know that it got that far, right. to know that it was that good, that was the most amazing thing to me. Mm-hmm. That was the, it was just a beautiful moment that I was so, sh- I was so shocked. I'm still in shock. And I, it was a, um, I cried for days after that. Cause it was like, you know, you go through a lot of things in life and you don't know you're up from your down. You don't know where you're going. You don't know what you're trying to do, but you, you have these things that are happening. And as they start happening, they start making sense. And it's out of nowhere. Right. Like the, the dominoes start falling in mm-hmm. line and creating this masterpiece. And you're like, God, where did this come from? Like, how did we get here? Right. And it, that was an eye-opening moment for me because I was in a path of like, okay, what do I want to do? Because I wasn't out the military. Mm-hmm. Um, what do I want to, I wasn't, uh, I, was, I was doing my event planning, but still figuring out, okay, what's my, What's me? Like, what right. gets me? And, like, that just started happening. And it was such a, a very eye-opening moment. At the, I wasn't expecting it. And this became into something that was beautiful. Wow. That, mm-hmm. That's, man, that's, that's such a beautiful, that's a beautiful picture. Um, now, let, let, me, let me tell you um, how you had a little angel in the corner looking out for you because... <laughs> There was, um, there, there was, there, there's a guy that comes to the poetry show. I'm not going to say any names, mm. but he always comes and he like gives people these paintings and stuff like that. Like when you're performing, mm-hmm. and I saw him. I was in the corner. <laughs> I saw him making his way to you. I said, "Oh, oh, oh! He's about to mess it up. You got to go and get him, bro. You got to go and get him." <laughs> And that's why Orville ran in front of yes. you and grabbed Intercept. him and was like, hey, It was a perfect no. interception. I was <laughs> like, bruh, if you see, but to why? me, that's so selfish. Like, I, number one, I don't think you should be doing that while people are performing anyway. But especially when someone moment. is pouring their heart out to their father. It just, it, you you would have essentially made that about you and about you giving out this painting. Mm-hmm. 
as opposed to the moment. We needed to be in the, the moment. moment. And it, it made it like a break that. in the moment too. Like you could even in the video you could tell it was just like everybody was like, hey. Yeah, and, and it was that's like, okay, come back. Come I, back. Listen, I, yo, I was in the corner and I was I was just sitting, I was like, oh no. <laughs> Oh, oh no. no. Oh no. no. no I was no. like <laughs> I was like, "Oh, oh, oh, bro, he's about to mess it up." I was like, "Get him, bro." He was like, it, it who? and then he went and got and I was like, "Oh my god, thank you so it much that he did not do that because that would have ta- I that would have taken away from that moment mm-hmm. um a little bit and it it would have just uh, yeah, it it just wouldn't have been a moment. And I was it like, "I'm so happy <laughs> that we were able to yes. intercept that and get that out of there." It was an interception. It legit was like, "Hey, boom, work." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, come like, here, let me talk to you, um, bro. What? I get that you're trying to do this thing, but chill. Ain't now is not time. the time. You got you got to yeah, you got to know mm-hmm. when you can do those things and mm-hmm. when at not the very to. End. Yeah, yeah, very at the very end. not in the middle of the goddamn joint where everybody is like, yeah. Yeah, you know, it's what almost I mean? like in the middle of everybody being yes, I'm gonna use this opportunity to put yeah, to put out myself there, out there. Right yeah, then. right, yeah. yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? To kind of put, yeah, man. Don't, yeah, don't, 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 don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that, folks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. Don't be trying to add yourself in there. Yo, I'm, I'm so happy um, for you. You have so many amazing things um, that's mm-hmm. going on, and um, I'm so like it was, it was no coincidence that you were a person that I gravitated towards. Like when I first, when I first met you. Uh, and I was like, yo, she she looks like a hustler. Uh, and I was just like, man, um, like I, I remember, too, um, when you was working out, you was like, yeah, come work out with me. I'll race you. And I was like, I was like wait, what? Like, what's up? <laughs> we was running at the Redskins, uh, well, like, at the I'm Washington ready. football team stadium. Yeah, yeah, I was like, yo, all right, yeah, I'm let's do it. I'm also extremely competitive, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I knew remember. you were faster than me. I was still going to try. Still, still going. <laughs> still going. Definitely still going. so dying. Definitely still going. Um yeah, so um, you you have you have the newbie queue. Um, you're doing the event planning. Um, you're doing some entrepreneurial stuff. Um, you know, with, within your own personal, um, mm-hmm. you know, personal life and stuff like that. Um, where where does where does Lisha want to uh, where does Lisha want to end up? Like when this is all said and done, right? Mm-hmm. What does what does Lisha see for herself? I want to be the reason why someone chose a different path. Um, I want to stop the cycles within my family that are hindering us. Mm-hmm. And I want um, to inspire people to just want better out of life in any way. Mm-hmm. Um, if that's just a conversation I can have, I'm giving a compliment, whether that's a podcast where somebody can listen to and get some nuggets, or yeah. that's just reading a post that I put up that's some some inspiring words that I have. Um, they're going to get some gems from this. They're going to get some nuggets from this. I see myself really being happy. Mm-hmm. I'm happy. And when I turn 80 years old or 90 years old, I'm on that house little bit or whatever, I can say, like, I did good. Like, right. I gave back. I did what I was supposed to do. I put my best foot forward and I worked my hardest. And I don't want to have any regrets in any shape or form. Mm-hmm. And, you know, continuing to do what you're doing. I definitely don't think that you're going to have any you're going to have any regrets. Uh, and I'm, I'm super excited to be able to watch this journey and to watch you grow. Um, it, I, I was just like, yo, I, I cannot believe this. Like I was talking to, to O about it and I was like, bro, are you watching this? And he was like, yeah, I'm, I'm watching it. <laughs> and then, like, I, I got off of Facebook and I came back and I was like, yeah, <laughs> I was like, hey, 
this was it, bro. Yeah. This this was it. She she did her thing. Um, all right, so we are at the pod. We are at the point in the podcast where um, you know, we you see the fly backpacks right here, right? Mm-hmm. Well, we like to go in our bag a little bit. Um, and so um, it, it's been a long time since I've done this actually, because I always forget. But hold on, we going. We going in the bag. Let me see. We going. We going in the bag for sure. I love that. When there's right history, losers become a part of the story. Hey. Go and grab that. Backpackjeff.com. <laughs> you hear me? Uh, so it's uh, it's called Less Small Talk, More Genuine Conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so basically it's just uh, it's questions about um, this year and, you know, some of the things that you are looking forward to um, this year. So we're going to start. And all you're gonna do is just pick a number one through six, mm-hmm. and then you just going you just going answer the question about you know oh. uh, about life, and it's you know these are easy questions. Ready? I give my anxiety. All right, so pick a number one through six. Um, let's go with three. Let's go with three. Okay. Mm-hmm. Looking ahead to the upcoming year, what will you do that no one expects from you? Ooh. What would I do that no one expects from me? Probably start another business. Start another business. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, not, nothing wrong with that. Um, absolutely. All right. Pick another one. One through um, two. Let's go with four. Let's go with four. She liked three and four. Who or what can be a new source of inspiration? Who or what um, can be a new source of inspiration? For myself or for mm, other people? For you. For me? Um, I feel like anybody, God does nothing without reason. Mm-hmm. So it can be a person you can meet on the street. It can be a person you pass by in the grocery store that says some words to you. There are always little nuggets being dropped at random times from random people. So I feel like any, any time, any person, any experiment, any experience can be, um, something that can get you up there and you learn yeah. a couple of things. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Last one. One. Number one, numero, numero uno. uno. <laughs> what will you do for the first time in your life this year? What would I do for the first time in my life this year? Um, ooh, what would I do for the first time in my life this year? Ooh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Right. We, can, we can choose another one if you need to. That's that's a that's a difficult one. I right. probably wouldn't even know. I kind of want to think about that and like write it down. Yeah, like, hey, absolutely. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. Cool. Let's, let's, let's go with <laughs> let's go with six. All right. The time is ripe for authenticity. Who? Who? Dive deeper into that. <laughs> um, being yourself, being transparent. I feel like um, everyone, not everyone, what you see on social media is the perfect person mm-hmm. when people actually gravitate towards you know things that makes them feel more human and the way for that is to be transparent is to have an authenticity and that's the way to set you apart that's the way to get your to have your calling to get the people that are meant to be there yeah authenticity i feel like that's the the number one thing yeah number one hands down 
Absolutely. That that's beautiful. Um, any final words before we close out? Any final words of inspiration? Um, you you've already given so much in the hour in the hour that we've been doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, we we want to pull everything that we can from you, uh, and we definitely hope that you come back. Oh, definitely. Because um, you this are in great. your bag in a multitude of ways. I got some things coming up too. Okay. Next time. Next time. All right. She got some things coming up, y'all. <clears throat> but um, what I would say is that everything happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. There is nothing that happens without purpose. Every single little thing, every bad time, every good time, every in-between time is always a reason behind that. So take every negative that happens to you and know that there's a lesson behind it. Mm-hmm. And what lesson that is, is to get you closer to the purpose that was a reason for that. Mm-hmm. So um, just going forward, knowing that. Breathe easy knowing that good times are great and bad times do not last. And they all are meant to get you somewhere where you need to go. That's so just taking that. That's, like that's a All right. So tell, tell the people <laughs> tell the people who are going to listen to this, mm-hmm. um, who are not going to watch the YouTube video, but who are just going to listen. Mm-hmm. Tell them where they can follow you. Tell them the website one more time. Uh, you know, do, do your plugs. Okay. Um, so my personal page, you can follow me on Life of Lisha underscore on IG. Uh, my event planning, you can follow me on visual underscore vibes EP. And those are my two Instagram pages. Uh, Facebook, my name is Erlisha Wick. So E-R-L-E-S-H-A, last name, the best You can find me there. And, you know, just plug in. I got a lot of great things coming, doing a lot of great things. And I would love to stay. Um, I love to network and find different like-minded individuals to be around yeah. and to um, be inspired by or to inspire, just have great friendships um yeah beautiful thing all right y'all um y'all know where y'all can find me at uh, backpackjeff.com uh follow me on social media backpack jeff if you have not uh done so yet you know you can subscribe to the youtube channel subscribe to the apple podcast anchor spotify wherever you get your podcast at wherever you are listening to us at um go ahead on there and subscribe uh this has been another episode of in my bag with backpack jeff thank you lisha for coming and being in your bag with us until next time (laughs) y'all